Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Harvin, Senior Editor, BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, with you for a very special Friday episode of Let's Ride, your Monday Wednesday and Friday morning podcast as a part of the Behind the Steel Curtain network of podcasts. Wherever you find your podcast, simply search Steelers or Behind the Steel Curtain, subscribe, follow, whatever you have to do so that you don't miss a thing. And we are everywhere where you get your podcasts, whether that's Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher, Pandora. I say it, I've said it before, I'll say it again. I'm sure there's platforms out there I've never even heard of. But wherever you get your podcasts, all you have to do is put in those two search terms, one or the other, Steelers or Behind the Steel Curtain, and you will find us. And that's not just my show, that's uh, all the morning lineup. So you'll have the cutting room floor with Jeffrey Benedict on Tuesday, the Steelers Stat Geek with Dave Schofield on Thursday. You get all of the noon lineup, all of our PM content, everything right there, wherever you listen to your podcast. And as a quick reminder, BehindTheSteelCurtain.com should be your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. We have all the latest breaking news. Folks, I mean, if you haven't been paying attention the last few days, if you didn't listen to my Wednesday show, shame on you, by the way. If you didn't listen to my Wednesday show, I was really proud of that podcast. Uh, Special guest Tony Pauline was on, and he did a fantastic job breaking down the NFL draft. Uh, I really love some of his takes. Everything from how the quarterback position has been overdrafted Probably the last decade plus, uh, he th- still feels it's it's more about coaching. How it's difficult to gauge players like receivers and cornerbacks because the college game is so different from the NFL game. 
He's not a big fan of some big-name prospects that a lot of Steelers fans have been talking about a lot. So uh, just go back and give that a listen. But if you were listening on Wednesday, you also know that we're giving away two free tickets to the draft party at Heinz Field. This is They have not done this recently due to COVID-19 protocols, but since that's changed, they are back. Uh, it's, it's exciting to have this event back, and we have been giving you clues every single show, morning and noon, on our audio platform, and I'm going, to, I'm going to be delivering the next clue during this show. you got to listen, find it, and then you'll have to listen to one more show, one more show on Friday at noon, and that will be your final clue. That's the Here We Go Steelers show with Brian Anthony Davis and Kevin Smith, our local coach. So, okay. Let's get some news right out of the way. I want to. I always try to dive into some news. Uh, first, I was super excited to find out that the Steelers will be back at St. Vincent College. That is right. Back at St. Vincent College. Training camp is back. No more protocols by the National Football League in terms of COVID-19. Hey, fans don't have to go if they don't want to. But if you want to get back on the hill, watch at Chuck Knoll Field, seeing your black and gold up there in training camp, you will have that opportunity. It'll be completely free as it always is. You'll get up close and personal access to players, get autographs if that's your thing. Uh, not my thing, but it could be yours if that's the case. That's awesome. Uh, for some reason, I don't know why, I got really excited when I saw that news. And I was like, man, maybe I should go. I haven't been in a long time. Maybe I should go. And so maybe I will. Maybe I will. If I do, I will let you know if you're in the area and you're out there. Uh, it'd be great to meet some of the Ride or Die crew. Uh, I'm sure that would be a lot of fun. Also, on Thursday, the NFL announced that the NFL regular season, the full regular season schedule, will be released on May 12th. So coming up. May 12th, this is what they typically do. The NFL draft will have kind of died down. Teams, fan bases will have started to digest the players that they've acquired, whether it's through the draft, undrafted rookie free agents, doesn't matter. And then they say, oh, but we have more news. Here we go, the NFL schedule. And so we'll get to see when the Steelers play on primetime, when they play on Thursday night, Monday night games, Sunday night games, you know, all, all of it. Well, they have a holiday game. For me, that runs this website and is a big part of our podcast platform, I hate holiday games. I've said that before, and I'll continue to say that till the cows come home. But for me, uh, that's always the first thing I look at. Is there a game on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? And is there a game on Thanksgiving? I'm hoping they don't have one again. All right, with the news out of the way, I want to talk today about the stock the Steelers stock, and no, I'm not talking about actual stock in the stock market. I was the, the reason I started thinking about this, I was watching something. It was a video I saw online. It was about how a lot of streaming services stock is going in the wrong direction. It's going down, Netflix in particular. Um, also, things like Disney's stock are going down. I'm not here to talk about why they're going down, but the fact of the matter is I started to think about the trends in the stock market. Stock markets go up, it goes down, there's crashes, there's there's big peaks where it's really, really high. And so I thought about the Steelers, as I always do. And I, I kept on thinking, okay, is the Steelers stock heading into the 2022 NFL draft? Because let's be honest, we're less than a week away. Is it trending up? Is it good? Is it stock up or is it stock down? That's what I was really trying to think about. Is it stock up or stock 
down. And so what I did, I was like, okay, if I'm going to piece this together for my listeners out there, I'm going to want to do it in a way that's going to kind of outline my line of thinking. I'm not just going to say, well, I think it's this and here we go. It's going to kind of help you break down. And I kind of did the pluses and minuses, stock down versus stock up. Let's go over these. So stock down, here's what I think is not going in the right direction for the Pittsburgh Steelers heading into the NFL draft. Again, this is not the final stock report. The Steelers don't have a regular season game next week. And so when I say that, what I mean is that the Pittsburgh Steelers can change a lot of this, but this is just where we sit right now on April 22nd, less than a week away from the draft. So stock down. The first thing, number one on my list, is that there is still a glaring hole on the Steelers roster. And that is its strong safety. We've talked about this ad nauseum. I'm not the only person that has talked about this, both on our network and on other podcasts, other shows, nationally syndicated shows. They're all talking about how the Steelers don't have a strong safety and why that means stock down. Some might say, and they kind of shrug it off, well, you know, Jeff, it's that they'll sign someone. You know, Terrell Edmonds is still out there. Tyron Matthew is still an option. They could draft someone. That's what it irks me is that the fact that they have that glaring vacancy on their roster heading into the draft, it doesn't necessarily give them that best player available feel when you have that glaring vacancy on the roster. So that makes me kind of weary. I don't think they're going to jump the gun and necessarily draft a safety in the first round. I'm not suggesting that at all, but I think that it kind of handcuffs the Steelers into maybe what they wanted to do. So when I think about this, that's definitely a stock down. They, they still have that gaping hole at strong safety. The next is, in my opinion, it's the AFC North being it, one of the best divisions in football. It has been for a long time. The three other teams outside of Pittsburgh, they're going to be a lot better. And Cincinnati had a great free agency. They bolstered their line. They still have all those skill position players coming back. It's not that they're the perfect team but they are still a very good team. And then when you look at the Cleveland Browns, we all make fun of the Browns all the time, but when you if you bring in a Deshaun Watson, maybe he'll play all the games, all 17 games. Maybe he'll be suspended. If he's suspended, will the Steelers play the Browns and face Jacoby Brissett and or Joshua Dobbs instead of D- Deshaun Watson? Well, we'll find out on May 12th when the schedule is released and if the NFL decides to suspend Watson. But if he's playing, that they are a markedly better football team. And yes, they just signed Denzel Ward to a huge contract, and everyone's talking about how are they paying all these players? Well, it's all about how they manipulate money, rework contracts, all that stuff. It's become as much an accounting game as it has anything else. But what I'm saying is that the Browns are a much better team. I would rather face Baker Mayfield twice a year than I would Deshaun Watson twice a year. That's just fact. Their defense is still... Pretty, pretty good, pretty good defense, and, and they're making moves, and they're they're obviously not going to have a first-round draft pick this year, but they will be able to bolster some of their offense and some of their team through the NFL draft. And then Baltimore, everyone's like, well, Baltimore didn't have a lot of cap space. They didn't. I think they were just shy of $9 million in cap space, and they had to make some tough decisions, but they were able to bring some players back. And let's also not forget, and I live in Maryland, so I know this more than most, that the Baltimore Ravens, I mean, their injured reserve list look like a, they look like a team that could have beaten the Jacksonville Jaguars last year. 
That's how many players in the, the, the caliber of player that they had on injured reserve last year. So keep that in the back of your mind here, folks. Keep that in the back of your mind. The Ravens are going to be a lot better just because they're getting players like J.K. Dobbins back, Marcus Peters back. I could go on because they had so many injuries, and Lamar Jackson will be healthy. It, and who knows when he's going to get paid. That's a whole different story. But then you also look at another st- a stock down factor here. It is the AFC in and of itself has become what I call an arms race. Um, we all know the, you know, the, the stories about countries in our history that have tried to stockpile the, the, the most nuclear weapons and things like that. And this it's kind of feels like an arms race in the AFC, whether it's Russell Wilson coming from Seattle to Denver whether it's the AFC West just becoming, I don't know, I don't even know how to put it. I mean, it, you look at the LA Chargers uh, bringing in Mac, and it's just one of these, it's just incredible all the things that have happened in the AFC. And it just, you know, you think about Tyreek Hill being traded to Miami, and there's just been so much moving and shaking in the AFC. It kind of surprises me in a little, in a, in a bit, because I, I think about other players, I, I don't blame. Aaron Rodgers for wanting to stay in Green Bay for the sole purpose of the fact he's going to have a great chance to be in the Super Bowl because the NFC is so weak. Same with Tom Brady coming back to Tampa Bay. And the NFC feels like it's wide open, whereas the AFC, they're gonna it's going to be a bloodbath to get to the end. So those are the three things. Honestly, those are the only three things that I could look at and say are glaring stock down. Okay, the fact that they have a, a really big hole at safety, the AFC North is going to be really tough, and so is the AFC. Now, when I look at this, and that's not going to change, by the way, before the draft. Uh, I don't think they're going to sign a safety before the draft, and they, we know the AFC North and the AFC are going to be tough the whole time. Now, what about stock up? This is a little different. These are things that I think are positives. Reasons to believe, reasons to have hope in the 2022 Steelers. I am at least excited to see what a Matt Canada offense can look like with Matt Canada players in that system. And I that that's a stock up thing for me. Maybe it's just because I'm an optimist and that's fine. Everyone might say, well, I saw enough last year. Well, did you see enough of what you should be seeing though? Ben Roethlisberger couldn't run an RPO very well. Uh, I just don't know if that's enough for me. I'm anxious to see whether it's Mason Rudolph, Mitchell Trubisky, a rookie, doesn't matter. Running that offense with the skill players in position, a better offensive line. And so for me, and that's the next the next part of this stock up trend is that new offensive line. You talk about bringing in Mason Cole. You talk about bringing in James Daniels. If you value the interior offensive line and think that the Steelers needed better, more experience, they needed better depth, you have it now. Also get J.C. Hasnauer back in the fold. You have Mason Cole, James Daniel, J.C. Hasnauer can all play center and guard. You still have Kendrick Green. Talk about bolstering the position. You, ju- I just said it. If you're someone that said they need more depth, they need more experience, Cole Daniels gives you just that. Also, Bisky business. Yeah, I'm excited for Mitch Trubisky. I really am. I'm not saying this just to kind of to pump the to you know pump the tires of the the Mitch Trubisky bandwagon or anything like that. I am honest to goodness excited to see what this guy can do with a second chance. I am a firm believer in second chances in life and that includes professional football and I think that Mitch Trubisky has a great opportunity in this offense to succeed. He has weapons around him. He's going to hopefully get more in the NFL draft. I like the 
the trend of the Steelers offense with Matt Canada getting the players he needs, the offensive line, and Mitch Trubisky at the helm. Also, though, the other free agent additions I think are all positives. Miles Jack, Levi Wallace, Chooks for Gunner O. I just tremendous additions. And people say, Jeff, Gunner O is just like a return guy. What are you talking about? When was the last time you saw a return touchdown? It was uh, Deontay Johnson, I believe, in Arizona. And I want to say that was in 2019. That was the last time the Steelers have had a punt or kick return for a touchdown. If Gunnar O can give the Steelers a little bit of a, a spark, and Ray Ray McLeod wasn't bad. I'm not here to, to bash him. I mean, Ray Ray McLeod gave the Steelers some good returns, did his job. Um, I just think that Gunnar O, I, I like his attitude. I like his approach. I love the Steelers' free agent addition. So when you look at the stock up, the Matt Canada offense, the new off- offensive lineman, Bisky business, the other free agent additions, I am someone, and again, you might be listening to this wherever you are, whether you're on a treadmill, you're in a car, you're sitting at your desk at, at work, it doesn't matter where, but you might be listening thinking, I think that this is a trending down, this this stock is tanking. I don't believe that. I actually think that the Steelers stock is trending upward. I think they are headed on the right path. Now, if you're listening to that, taking that as, Jeff just said they're going to win a Super Bowl. You didn't listen to what I just said. The stock is trending up. They are headed in the right direction. As Mike Tomlin would say, his arrow is pointing up. That's what I'm saying. And the Steelers can nail this draft. They're going to be pretty tough. They're going to be pretty tough to beat. Even in that AFC North and the AFC being as tough as it is, they are going to be tough to beat. I love the way the Steelers are trending. And when I wrote it down all on paper, one side definitely outweighed the other. I love the way it's looking. Let's go to some random thoughts before we get blue check back here in the second half of the show. Um, free agents. I, I was looking at the Steelers free agent list here. They, there's still some free agents out there. Uh, so hard to believe that Terrell Edmonds, Joe Hayden, Eric Ebron even haven't found a home. These are guys that are going to have to wait till after the draft. They're going to have to find a team that just is looking for someone. And it, the one guy I keep thinking about, if let's say Edmonds doesn't get signed, let's say the Steelers draft a safety and he's going to be their guy, whether you like that or not, doesn't matter. I could see Joe Hayden hanging around in the Steelers saying, look, Joe, we'll give you a year, man. Give him a, give him a year, give him a decent salary. Come on back. Let's do this thing. I could see it happening. Not saying I predict it to happen, but I could see it happening. Okay, it's good to see the players back. Uh, OTA's phase one, I talked about that last week and earlier this week. It's good to see the players back, even if they're just working out. It was just, it's good to see them back. And seeing some of the players that were down in Florida when Dwayne Haskins tragically passed, just, it was, it's just good to see the guys that this is the best thing for them. It's going to be difficult. Not going to say it's not, but the best thing for them is to get down there and, and, and get in Pittsburgh and be together and be a team, get through it together. The media out there, the last thing, the media out there just drive me crazy. And honestly, it's only a few. But I'm going to say that the the, the people at 93.7, the fan, main, mainly Andrew Filipponi, are just driving me up a wall. The, literally, the antics to just try and get clicks, to try and get reaction, it's exhausting. It is exhausting. And it's one of the reasons why I cannot wait until next Thursday when this whole process starts so we can stop with the speculation, stop with the rumor mill, stop with the reports and the sources, just stop, and let's just look at who the Steelers get. It is exhausting. Before we take a break, I have to give you my clue. That's right, right before the break, the clue. 
Here is the clue. So if you've been paying attention, I gave you the first one on Let's Ride on Wednesday. You've listened to the War Room, the Stat Geek with Dave Schofield, what Yin's talking about. Now it's my turn with Let's Ride. On Friday, here it is. The jersey number of the Steelers' starting fullback in the year 2000. I'll say it again. The jersey number of the Steelers' starting fullback in the year 2000. There is your clue. Hopefully you're keeping track. When we come back after this break, Blue Checkback will join me. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, folks, it is Friday. It is the second half of the show, which means it's blue check back time. Michael Beck, he joins us to talk all things Pittsburgh Steelers. What's going on, Michael? Oh, not too much. Just getting really geared up for the draft here. What? Just a, a little over a week away now, I guess, at this point, just a few hours. So a uh, pretty exciting time. Uh, yeah. So I'm doing quite well, Jeff. Yeah, less than a week, actually. It's going to be incredible. Uh, I am excited for it to be over. This is, I don't know why this year more than other years is it's exhausting. It literally is everything from the mock drafts to the people that are speculating trades and this, that, and the other. I just want it to be done. I, I, I don't know how you feel about it, Michael. I know last week you said you were kind of growing tired of it. Are you getting kind of amped up or are you kind of fatigued as well? I'm still definitely in that fatigue state. Like I'd say all the big events have already been checked off. So it feels like it's almost been like a waiting game the last like two and a half weeks almost where like basically everything that we had to get past is already gone and come and gone. So right now it just seems like a waiting game to actually have names getting called off the board. Like if the draft was two weeks ago, I really don't think it would change all that much. Uh, whereas uh, it is still a little bit in the future, but it just feels like everything's already uh, that needed to be accomplished has been done. But yeah, fatigue is definitely set in. Well, let's talk about some news before we get into other Steelers stuff and talking about the draft. Uh, I want to ask you about two things that came up with the Steelers, and I want to ask if, in your opinion, they moved the needle at all for you. And that is first that the Steelers will be back at St. Vincent College in Latrobe, Pennsylvania, for training camp this year. Yes. What does that mean to you? Are you excited about that? Does it matter? Or oh. No? Oh, no, that's awesome. Um, I, I love that the Steelers are one of the few teams that still go out for training camp. Uh, they still have all their, uh, like, they, they do all that team bonding. They're in the dorms. They're working together. It's just that grind and being together each and every day. It's just so much different than being at your home stadium, coming from home, not being with your teammates. Like, it is pure focus on football, and I love the Steelers do this. Um, so, yeah, I'm stoked they're back at Latrobe. It's a long time coming. Uh, and especially some of these young guys in this team, like half this roster by the time camp starts, will have never experienced a Latrobe training camp. So I'm excited for those guys to be able to experience that. 
you think it'll matter? Like for someone like Chase Claypool, I mean, Chase Claypool's never been to Latrobe. He was drafted in 2020, 2019 was the last time they were in St. Vincent. He's a guy that, you know, he makes some of those mental mistakes. You're out there, you're like, man, you think it's something like that matters? Or do you think it's just kind of like, well, Chase, that's not going to matter. Or any player that Chase Claypool is just an example. Yeah, I, I think it does matter in the sense that it, it's all football all the time. There's no real messing around. Like that, that's the way training camps are kind of like in, in like high school and college. Like you're not really able to kind of go away and just like get away from the swing of things. But when you're in Latrobe and you're away from your family, yes, it's tough to be away from the, the family. Uh, I'm not going to doubt that from any of these players, but the, just the pure focus on the game, they'd be able to like, there's less pressure I'd say on them to stay late because you're already there. Like you might as well run some extra routes. You might as well watch some extra film. Your teammates are there. You're almost going to be peer pressured into doing all the football type things. So yeah. I think absolutely it helps every player because you're just going to be growing with each other and you'll be able to trust your teammates more. So I, I've always thought going away to camp is the way to go, especially at the NFL level. So, yeah, I think it's going to help Chase Claypool and a plenty, uh, a lot of other players. All right. So the other news that broke was, I guess, break is Thursday. Uh, it was that the NFL schedule will be released on May 12th. Michael, when the schedule comes out, what is the first thing you look for? on that schedule typically always look for the uh, Steelers versus Ravens games you know just always a bloodbath um, obviously the divisional games are important see where those stack up but one of the big things I also look for as well is the prime uh, primetime matchups as well as the bye week um, those are pretty big dictators and like how are you going to do the week after um, who your opponent is before the Thursday night game. And after that, who you play before the bye week and after the bye week. So there's a ton of things to look for. Once that schedule is unveiled, typically it doesn't mean too much. Like you're going to play who you know, you're going to play, but you can be hosed by how things shake up. If you have a bunch of road games in a row without a bye week, and then you have a Thursday game thrown in there, you're going to suffer fatigue and, if you're playing all your games on the West Coast in a row, yeah, that's going to hurt as well. So there is still a, a lot of things to look for, but first and foremost, those rivalry games, primetime football, and then the buyer, kind of the big three that I look for once the schedule's dropped each and every year. Yeah, I've said it before. The buy used to be the first thing I looked for. Like, where's the Steelers buy? Now, as I you know become the you know, working with the website and stuff like that, now I said this earlier in my podcast, it is – all about holiday games. I want to see are the Steelers playing on Thanksgiving. Are they playing on Christmas Eve or Christmas day? I always hope I'm like, Oh shoot. I hope they don't play. Cause I can't stand when they play on those holiday games, but that's always for me. Now I want to ask about a rumor. It's been swirling around. I don't think there's any validity whatsoever to this rumor, but I guess maybe let's back up. And let me ask you before I ask you about the rumor, it's about Baker Mayfield. Right. And I think, you know, where I'm going to go with this as it pertains to the Steelers, but do you think there's any team in the National Football League that is going to be willing to trade for Baker Mayfield in that inflated $18 million contract in his fifth-year option? Do you think there's any team that's going to bite on that? Well, it, it's that it's the, the that dollar amount is exactly what's going to keep every team away because it's still one year, $18 million. The teams that do have that cap space, there's some random teams that, have that space, but then they have Joe Burrow at quarterback. No, you're not going to go trade for Baker Mayfield. You're not doing that. The, the rest of the team that do have the money uh, and could use the upgrade, what's the point on a one-year deal? 
it just doesn't make any sense. Um, like Cleveland could be stuck with this guy or stuck to release him. And then you sign him to a vet minimum deal on one year and he's still making all that money because of his release. The Browns still got to cover the rest of that bill. So yeah, absolutely no way would any team be willing or should they be willing to give up draft capital or something else or future considerations or whatever for Baker Mayfield because of that dollar amount. It's just going to hurt your team. How do you see it playing out with Baker Mayfield in Cleveland? Do you think he gets released? I think this comes down to what Baker Mayfield wants to do, because I think we all kind of anticipate some sort of suspension coming down for Deshaun Watson. So Baker could be this the Browns starting quarterback for eight games or six or four, so something like that if he wanted to be. If he's not showing up to camp, that that's an issue for the Browns. Uh, like Again, that's $18 million that could be spent elsewhere. It's too late now for them, but uh, do you want that distraction? Do you want your players asked about that all the time? I, I think the answer is pretty obviously no. So I think eventually he does get released, or if a, a team that is a contender has an injury at camp and are desperate enough, then I could see a deal for a very late-round pick. Um, but until that happens, I think the Browns are going to be in the waiting game here, but I don't anticipate anything happening anytime soon. And if it did, that would be a bit of a shock to me. Okay, so let's say he gets released. Any chance that the Steelers would even be interested in Baker Mayfield services, which is what the rumors were, by the way. As I referenced those rumors, it was about how the Steelers would sign Baker Mayfield, quote-unquote, tomorrow if he was released. Do you think there would be any chance? If they didn't already sign Mitch Trubisky, I would tell you there was a chance, but it, it just doesn't make much sense. Like, if you have Rudolph, Trubisky... Baker Mayfield, it's like the old adage. If you have two quarterbacks, you don't have any quarterbacks. Right. It's just one of those things like why waste all these reps in training camp for three guys that you know aren't going to be your franchise star? Sure, Baker may have some potential to be like an average quarterback, and I guess that's fine. But like we've talked about so many times, being an average quarterback really isn't pushing the needle in this league anymore. So for me, I, I, I just can't see the Steelers doing that, especially with the draft right around the corner. If they were to draft Malik Willis or Kenny Pickett or whoever, then you already have that developmental piece. Why do you need three mentors? Why do you need two mentors? It just doesn't make sense. Sure, like, oh, yeah, we got the guy with the chip on his shoulder. And I guess if he wants to come in for a vet minimum dollars, uh, sure. But again, only one quarterback plays. So to me, it just seems like a waste. And I, I just don't see it from the Steelers. All right, yeah, I agree. I just don't see a way that the Steelers are interested. I, I think you put it perfectly in terms of the depth chart and things like that nature. Uh, I want to ask you a question about one of the Steelers' remaining free agents. It's still kind of surprising that he is still on the market. That's Joe Hayden. Yeah. Michael, what would a scenario need to look like for him to come back to Pittsburgh? I, well, I think that would be more so on him. Um, obviously, he's beloved in the locker room. The coaching staff love him. But I think Joe Hayden just going to be willing to take a lot less money than he originally thought he was going to make. Um, if you were to bring him in as well, what happens to your depth chart? Do you keep him outside? I know that's something that means a lot to Joe Hayden uh, starting outside. Is Akella Witherspoon, is he starting opposite? Do you move Le Levi Wallace to the slot? Does Cam Sutton just become a backup? Like, There's a lot of question marks there, especially because the Steelers could still legitimately draft a corner. And then there just isn't space. I like, I love Joe Hayden. I, I want him to be a part of this team. Like I think he could move into the slot because he still is fairly physical. I think he could move to safety to a degree if he's willing to do that, which really, I guess isn't something that has been talked too much, but again, 
this is all going to come down to what Joe Hayden wants to do. Uh, If he's willing to play for 2 million bucks, then yeah, I think there's an opportunity for him to play anywhere, but I I still think he sees himself as a, at at a certain price point, if that makes any sense. And I feel like he won't sign until that number's hit. Also, Joe Hayden's made a ton of cash in his career. Um, Really, I guess for him, the only thing he's still playing for is legacy and championships. So, We'll have to wait and see on his front. I think he's a guy that gets signed in training camp or close to training camp to a team that might suffer an injury or need a vet or just simply gets tired of waiting and wants to play and ends up coming back to Pittsburgh. But again, until that happens and he's willing to uh, sign for less or that opportunity arises, I think it's going to be a long haul wait for Joe Hayden. Okay. Who gets a deal first, Joe Hayden or Eric Ebron? I think Eric Ebron's done. Um, his done, injury, done? yeah. Like I wow. don't know if it's like flat out retirement or like this year. I think it could be like a Frank Gore situation where he went unsigned for a whole year and then retires because no one offered him a contract. I, I really think that's how that plays out with Eric Ebron. Really, I didn't think. It would you, you are you saying because of the knee injury last season? I, I think it's a combo of that and his production kind of falling off a bit. Um, yeah. I don't really know if, if any team wants for 4 million bucks or 5 million bucks. It just seems like a lot for a tight end that like sure. He had a, it was arguably the second best year of his career, his first year in Pittsburgh. But even then I, I just don't see him really kind of expanding on what he's already done. Um, yeah. I just generally see him as one of those players that doesn't retire waits all year long. Then in the off season, it's like, well, no one signed me for a full calendar year. They don't want me again. We'll call it a career. That's kind of how I see that playing out. Yeah. Okay. That that's, that's, that's interesting. I, I never thought about it that way, but let's, let's talk about the NFL draft. We're less than a week away Thursday, next Thursday. So the next time we talk, uh, I'm not even sure if it'll be on Friday or not because of all the craziness that is NFL draft weekend. But the next time we talk, the Steelers will have at least one new player, if not a, a whole lot of new players, Michael, as you sit here right now, what player and what player? Yeah, let's talk players. Do you think the who do the Steelers take in your opinion? What's your gut tell you? Yeah, this is tough. Like I, I've been looking at a lot of the betting odds. Like I know they're the favorite to land Malik Willis now, but that might involve some sort of a trade up. Of course, there are rumors that the Steelers and Saints are both teams that have inquired about trading up. Who knows the validity on those? It, it's really tough. Like if they are willing to move, I would tell you Malik Willis. If they're sitting there right now, oh man, it, like it, it just is so tough. Like I, I kind of just see them going quarterback regardless because of how much time and effort they put into the position. They stay at 20. I think it could be like a Desmond Ritter. And I, I wouldn't be surprised by that in the slightest. Uh, offensive line wise, I just can't see it. I, I don't think a defensive lineman they fall in love with will be there. I suppose safety is an option, especially because they still don't have one. How many weeks have we been talking about that for now? I just can't see Kyle Hamilton falling. No. I should suppose they could reach on like a Lewis sign or a Jaquan Brisker. But again, eh, I, I think quarterback, just because the amount of time and effort and money they've put into it, I have a hard time not seeing them walking out of this draft with one. So my best answer is if they trade up, it's Malik Willis. And if they stand pat, Desmond Ritter is the name called at 20. It's, I, yeah, I, I could see them maybe trying to get away with a trade up in the second if Ritter's still on the on the board. He would be the guy, though, I think they target if they don't get Willis. Uh, it's yeah. going to be interesting. You know, you think about the Carolina Panthers are a team. They've actually toyed with trading back. I've heard rumors that they're actually considering trading back in the draft, which is a unique perspective when they're sixth overall. 
really not a lot of quarterback. You know, I, I, a lot of people are saying Washington's not really in that camp of needing one since they traded for Carson Wentz. Um, and then you have the Saints, and the Saints need a quarterback like the Steelers need a quarterback. It's going to be interesting with the Saints having multiple first-round picks, what they want to do with those. They need a receiver as well. It's going to be exciting. Now, who's a dark horse player to keep an eye on if, let's say, the quarterback isn't the pick? Who's a guy that you're like, not many people are talking about him, but I could see the Steelers really trying to get this one guy. If it's, if it's not a quarterback, oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm still looking at receiver. Like I, I know they brought in Miles Boykin. That doesn't push the needle. Um, I, I see like a Jahan Dotson. I think that would be really exciting to add like a, another receiver to this room that's a threat. Um, I, I could see some sort of a cornerback move, perhaps like a Stigley. Um, but uh, again, if it's not a quarterback, I, I think it still stays on the offensive side of the football unless something ridiculous happened like Kyle Hamilton. But again, that's not much of a dark horse. If a right. original consensus top five pick makes it yeah. to 20, not much of a dark horse, but I could see like a Jahan Dotson or a receiver, maybe a George Pickens of that caliber uh, going at 20. Very good stuff. As always, Mike, well, I'm going to give you a chance to say something to the ride or die crew before we uh, head off for another episode. Go ahead. Right. Yeah. So I'm sure many of you uh, noticed that uh, there was no live mic this past week. Uh, and I'm sure many of you already know that uh, I've started a new career outside of Behind the Steel Curtain, which has kind of uh, affected my hours a little bit. So um, as of now, uh, my uh, role the, with the website, I'll still be doing a little bit of writing, but uh, my podcasting uh, side will just pretty much be exclusively to this spot here on Let's Ride with uh, with your man, Jeff Hartman, uh, of course. Uh, so um, it is kind of sad uh, to see uh, the that kind of uh, dissipate a little bit. And I like, I just appreciate so many listeners for so long being uh, uh, so, so big really in uh, my show and helping uh, make topics and continue the conversation. So just want to like shout out everyone that's listened, tuned into all that. It's not goodbye. Um, so that's exciting still. And I'm, I'm excited to still uh, do your show, Jeff. Um, so uh, in that sense, uh, I'm going to miss uh, being able to, to talk Steelers at the frequency that I did on the podcast platform, but I'm still happy to uh, be a part of the platform and this BTSC family uh, moving forward. So uh, again, just thank you to all the listeners and uh, I'm excited to continue this spot here as we move forward. Yeah. And I will have you on this show on Fridays, as long as you want to be a part of it, man, like that's, that's it for me. Like it, it, whatever you do outside of this is up to you. And if you want to continue to be on last Friday, I will always have you, especially in the season when we make fun of each other's picks and stuff, we have to do that. <laughs> so, all right, Michael, thank you for your time. Enjoy the rest of your week and uh, Hey, enjoy the draft. Maybe we'll talk on Friday next week. Have a good one. Oh yeah. Looking forward to it. Thanks, Jeff. All right. See ya. See ya. And a big thank you to Michael Beck for taking the time. I really do appreciate everything that Michael does for the website. And uh, it's just good to talk football with him every single Friday. It's, it's always a blast. I want to get to a heart-to-heart, how we always finish out our show every Friday. You know, Recently, I've had a lot of people, uh, a couple people sent me messages on Twitter. I've had emails. Uh, a lot of people have just asked me this uh, a lot, um, whether it's in person or whether it's, again, through those other mediums that I just mentioned. They say, Jeff, how did you get where you are? And how did you get where you are with a podcast? How did you get where you are being the senior editor of a site like BehindTheSteelCurtain.com? And so I thought, you know what? I'm going to spend some time on the heart-to-heart and just explain it as quickly as I can. And how I got to where I was was, was with pure hard work and determination. Um, and, and people don't really understand what it took and for me to get where I was. It took some good luck. It always takes some luck, in my opinion. 
but it also took me just grinding. And it's funny because, you know, you work with so many people and you work at different places and you hear people say like, oh, I wish I was making more. I'll never forget when I branched out on my own and did my own website and my wife said, Jeff, you need to get paid for this if you're going to spend this much time on it. And so I said, okay. So I found Rant Sports still exists, I believe. At the time, they were a pay-per-click website. So in other words... If I didn't share that site and I didn't share my article and people didn't click on it through my own avenue, I didn't get paid very much. The most I got paid for a whole season of work was $6 in a month. Kept working, kept grinding. I was like, you know what? This site's not going to do it for me. So I had contacted Neil Coolong. Neil Coolong was the editor behind the steel curtain at the time. He said, I don't have any money for you, but I'd love to have you on. You got a ton of experience. I was Neil Coolong's number two. So I was Neil Coolong's. I was to Neil Coolong what Dave Schofield is to me, doing a ton of work. Guess how much I got paid? Nothing. Nothing. And then finally, he was able to say, hey, I was able to free up some money for you. 50 bucks a month. I was doing, I was writing two, three articles a day sometimes. $50 a month. Never once complained. Kept working. I was the one that talked Neil into doing podcasts. Started doing podcasts myself. Lance Williams doing The Standard is the Standard. Um, all those podcasts that we did. Uh, Brian Anthony Davis came on for the Steelers preview. We did post-game shows. Grinding, grinding, grinding. Never complained. And finally, Neil moved on. I got the chance to be the next editor. I got that job. And it, I can honestly say that, yes, there is some luck involved, but you, I literally worked my tail off to get where I am right now. I worked my tail off. And you know what? Um, I still work my tail off. People don't, people don't understand how much work this site, podcasting entails. I work my tail off. So if anyone's out there listening to this and they're like, you know what? I'd love to get into that realm. You can. You don't have a journalism degree? Well, you're going to have to know how to write. You're going to have to know how to speak if you want to do a podcast. Not everyone can do this, by the way. I want to make that very clear. Not everyone can do this. I've had people say, well, Jeff, I've been a fan since 75. That doesn't mean you can put coherent sentences together. I've had people email me samples that are, well, they're not very good. So you have to work on your craft. It has to be perfected. I am not perfect in any stretch of the imagination, but I have learned a lot in my time, both before Behind the Steel Curtain, and I still learn every single day. So if you're out there listening to this and you want to know how I got started it was a long and winding road, but it ultimately came down to some hard work, some dedication, put your nose to the grindstone, and get the job done. All right, hopefully that's a little motivation for you going into the weekend. I'm going to be back next week on Monday talking all things Pittsburgh Steelers with you, my ride or die crew, the best fan base in all of sports. As we always finish it out here, be safe, be kind, and God bless. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.